Hi, I'm Linda OJ. And I'm Erin Espindola. Welcome to the new episode of the Next Jam Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. Hello, my friend. Um, you're looking very happy today. Has something really good happened since I saw you last week? Yeah, I was uh, able to go to the beach this weekend, so I had a lot of fun. Um, as opposed to like what everyone else is saying, the beaches are open in Ontario. <laughs> There's still people there. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty sunny. So I had a lot of fun. So got a lot of, I got a tan and everything and I didn't forget my sunscreen this time. Usually I forget my sunscreen the first time, but. I love that. I love that. Um, so which beach did you go to? Was it a good beach? Yeah, I go to, uh, my favorite one in Ontario is Grand Bend and then followed by Sobel, Sobel Beach. Is probably my second. Um, when I was young, I would, my mom would always take me to Sobel and we'd go camping there. So it was just a lot of fun and I have a lot of memories there. But right now, Grand Band would probably be my favorite one. It just has a more people my age. So I like it. It's more like a party. <laughs> no, no, no. That sounds absolutely lovely. We haven't hit the beaches yet. We're too busy working and, and working on our businesses and then working. When you have a home, you have to maintain it. You know, Dave has to mow the lawn, I have to do the housework. And, you know, if I had a cleaner, I'd clean for the cleaner. So I'm not going to get a cleaner. I don't mind doing my own housework. Um, but it's really lovely to see you. I love our chats. And you've come up with a really good uh, topic for our listeners tonight, haven't you? Yeah. So today, for any of our listeners that are um, listening or watching us on YouTube, um, we're going to be talking about how to reach out to influencers and how to do collaboration with different brands or influencers and that's something that I've been able to actually experience, something I do all the time, and I just like to give some insight. So, In the olden days, 20 years ago, when I started Motivational Steps, there wasn't such a thing as social media or influences in the sense that you know them. But my influences were people like, um, believe it or not, um, because I love to network, at some networking events you'd meet influential people which is the same as online, but you're seeing them face-to-face, -face. Uh, such as members of parliament, mayors, mayoresses. Do you say mayoresses here? I know you do in England. Um, <laughs> and also people in business who'd made, say, a million dollars or more. And can you imagine as a new business owner meeting people like Jimmy Steele, who is at Danby Electronics, um, really, really fantastic local guy, you know, gives a lot of back to the community um for me to meet people like that all those years ago how it helped me as a new business owner i would you know introduce myself and say i wonder if i can tell you a bit about myself because i need some help and i think in our last podcast you said you'd ask for help at some point so those were my influences and what they've done for me is they've referred me they've been guests on my tv show or my other podcasts and then believe it or not People looking at me then think, wow, Linda must be successful because she knows all these influential people. But your influencers have a different spin than mine. So it's your turn now. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the influencers that I'm, that I contact, that I'm in, um, relate, oh, 
I have connections with are Instagram influencers or TikTok influencers. Those are two that I, those are two platforms that I use when I'm uh, doing my clothing brand. So I, I really liked uh, how easy it was to grow on TikTok. It's all about how you can get your product to customers, right? And TikTok really provided that. So I wanted to reach out to different influencers within that platform first and also in Instagram to see like if they had a good TikTok and Instagram um, like personality or just uh, just being able to, to have a good following. Uh, some, some of them that I've actually reached out to uh, is EP the Latino. That's his like that's his username that he uses on TikTok. And he has uh, 298,000 followers on his Instagram, or sorry, on his TikTok page. Um, I'm not 100% sure how much he has on his uh, on his Instagram. Then I also read, uh, he's from Quebec. Can I ask how he influence? Because think about it, influencers are really influencing people to do something, which in my day, they were influencing me to work hard and be successful. So what what does this person influence people to do is it by products from him or products from really big brands so what he does is he builds a uh, a following of people that like uh spanish music and that are young and in that in that space it was also females and that's one of the markets that my brand is really kind of pushing for in, in that range as well so he had that market that we wanted to get in front of right so he he kind of validates your brand so that's why we reached out to him and said hey we love what you do we love all the content that you put out and it matches what our brand is all about it's all about being yourself being unique he has um a lot of like colorful hair and all that he does dancing um he wears crocs sometimes it's just it's all that fun energy and it just reflects really well with our brand so we said hey why don't you um why don't we send you a t-shirt you wear it in, in a couple of your videos and then um, tag us in it so that people will see what you're wearing and be like, wow, that guy has really good fashion sense. Because that's another big thing is they do like the influencer that we reach out to do have good fashion sense. So people I know one of the influencers that I'm going to name off um, in a bit. I actually love his like I found out about him from watching TikToks. And I just saw what he was wearing. And I'm like, wow, I really like what this guy's wearing. And that's why I followed him. That's why I'm like, wow, I really like what he does. <laughs> But the first guy, did he wear your T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. So the first guy, so all the guys I've contacted that I'm listing off and girls, um, they've all wore, they've all actually worn my product and we've already done the exchange. That's why I wanted to bring them up to the light and just be like. What does that do for you? They wear your T-shirt and did it double your sales or triple your sales? Did you have any, you know, effect at all from that? Yeah, some of them were like successful and I was able to get some sales from them. Um, the ones that weren't, I was still able to get some traction. So people just looking onto the website, which doesn't mean, uh, doesn't really relate to a sale, but it does relate to like maybe future sales in the or just brand exposure, right? Because maybe it's not for them, but they have a friend that actually does like the product. And you just see the increase in traffic when you do, uh, when they do wear the clothing, right? Um, so the first guy was like the EP Latino guy. He does like the dancing videos and he's from Ontario or I think Quebec. Um, and he does all that. The second guy, I wanted to get into the market in Australia because it, when, when it's our winter, it's their summer. <laughs> so I'm thinking about long-term I'm trying to get sales for this beach brand all year long. So I'm like, I need to get influencers in a different country that have summer when we have our winter, because then I can do promotion over there. 
Um, he's in Australia. He has around 20,000 followers as well. And he does interviews. He goes up to people and he just interacts with them on the beach. And he has like a whole skater vibes. And that's something that our brand is all about as well. It's being like yourself, skating around, just having fun on the beach pretty much. And he has a good following of younger, not um, the younger generation. So people that are in high school, and that's a big market for us as well, because we're trying to get um, people that are kind of in high school all the way up to like 29-year-olds, more or less. Like if we really want to narrow it down, I'd say 26, so 18 to 26, or six, 16, to, 16 to 26. But um, So, question, if you're older than 26 and you're 29, you can't wear your clothes. You will not sell your clothes to those people. That's discrimination. You're mean. And somebody told me, a little bird told me last week in another podcast, that your mum wears your clothes. So now she can't wear your clothes. I'm teasing. No, no, no. It's not, it's, not, it's not that they can't wear clothes. It's just we want to focus our, our marketing dollars to the cost, to our most, yeah, <laughs> to our most <laughs> ideal customer. Um just so we have a sense of who's going to be wearing our stuff and like what we have to cater towards. So that's why we got him in Australia. Um, we, it, it was successful uh, and we're probably going to reach out to him when, once it's his summer again and we're going to do more stuff with him. So what did he do for you? Did he wear your T-shirt? You just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he wears our T-shirt and he like talks about it um, while the, like he's doing videos and all that stuff. And it's awesome to see. We also promote it on our website and all that. Yeah. Um, and then another guy that this is the guy that I really like his fashion sense. And I literally followed him because of that. Um, he's in Puerto Rico and his name is Carlos Emanuel and he has 1.1 million following and he's actually really, um, influential. He has a huge following. He's always, he got shouted out by bad bunny before, which is bad bunny is the number one artist right now in the world. And he, and bad bunny shouted him out which was like screenshotted uh, one of the tweets he had and he loved it and it was amazing <laughs> that so that's an amazing connection for you mm -hmm. yes and he was uh so because of how influential this person was um we wanted to do a collaboration so not only sending him clothing and having him wear it for us and being like guys wear booty beach type of thing um, but actually make a collection in his name. So it was going to be something like Booty Beach by Carlos. And he was going to be able to make the design for himself and then sell it. And that would make it more, make him more invested into the brand and want to promote it more. How did he see it? <laughs> he loved it. He loved the idea. The only problem is uh, once they start getting really big, and that's one of the issues is they get really busy. And when they have a lot of things on their plate, they tend to forget about things. So, um, Unfortunately, we weren't able to keep a long-term relationship with this gentleman just because he had just too much things and he would take forever to respond. Um, and essentially, we're just I just said, uh, we can find other people. But I really like what he did and it was, it was awesome. So <laughs> Can I just jump in there? You are so right. Um, and it's not because they don't care anymore, but it's a 24-hour job being an influencer. And basically... He has to make sure if he's working for the large brands who are paying him lots of money, that basically he can fulfill that contract. And if I say yes to everybody, so uh, one of the dragons, and I feel dreadful that my memory has gone, one of the dragons from Dragon's Den, I don't know if you've heard of Dragon's Den, um, I met him once 
And then um, I broke my ankle while I was in bed recovering. Um, I'd, I'd emailed him to ask if he could speak at one of my conferences locally. And he actually phoned me on my cell phone from his exotic home somewhere um, in Europe. He was on holiday. And he phoned me personally to say no. But he explained why. Because so many people like me ask him to do things. And, yes, they've got to earn money like us. So I think it's the way an influencer says no, isn't it? It's the way these famous people who are influencers, whether you're Dragon's Den or aren't you, it's the way they say no to us and if they're kind. The ones I don't like are the ones who ignore you completely or the ones who think they're better than us. Because remember how we got started. Remember always to give back. So, so far you're mixing with really nice people because at least they've got the decency to at least help you a bit or say no nicely. Yeah, well, these are the these are the influencers that I was able to actually have a good relationship with. Um, just for anyone that is listening, if you are starting your own company and you're trying to get your brand endorsed by celebrity or not celebrities, but uh, influencers, you're going to have to message a lot of different people. You're going to have to send them messages. And depending on what industry it in it is in, like it could either be super professional or it could just be really casual. It all depends on what industry and what product you're trying to get them to endorse, right? And you're going to have to send a lot of those. I, I sent Instagram messages to these influencers. So I sent out like a hundred maybe and got like five back or 10 back. And then from there, you narrow it down to, okay, who's serious about this or who's just looking to get clothing? clothing? Cause that was a big thing is people wanted to get clothing. I did get burned sometimes and I would send someone clothing and then they just wouldn't post it, but they would love it. And they'd just be like, can I get another thing? And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm just not just trying to send you free clothing. Okay, that's plain mean, but it's human nature. Um, also, you got to think about this. What's in it for me? You know, what's in it for you? What's in it for them? Um, so you said something interesting then. Celebrities. No, not celebrities, influencers. So a lot of celebrities, the Kardashians, are influencers. So what is the difference between a celebrity and an influencer? I would just say the difference between a celebrity um, is just how much you're going to pay for the advertising because they're probably going to do it. They usually do work with brands and they have like a whole team to help them do that. It's just you're going to be paying an arm and a leg to get in with them just because they're so there's yeah, they're just so famous that. I I don't even know. I've never reached out to a celebrity before. but I, I, I just know that they're going to be really expensive compared to some of the prices some of these influencers want to charge you. Sometimes they do, oh, for $200, um, I'll put you on my story for 24 hours. Or some of these Instagram pages that have 10, 10 million followers, that's how much they'll charge, $300, $400, just for a 24-hour post. So it's really important to make sure that when you're choosing the, the influencer that you're going to use, um, to look at what kind of collaborations they've done before. If they've done all, too many, people that have followed them are already going to see everything that they post as being a sellout. They're not going to take their word as genuine and they're just going to not really care for your product. So it's really important to make sure that you don't want to have a, a influencer that's burned out and sells out to every company because then it makes yours not look as authentic or legitimate. That's a really good point. Um so some of these lovely influencers, you know, please invite them on our show because we'd love to see them. We can't pay them anything, but they get to meet me. You can say Linda's lovely. You'll meet Linda. <laughs> please, influencers, come on our show. Um, 
I wouldn't like to be an influencer in that sense. Like I'm a mini influencer in some ways, motivational business, but not famous and not rich. Um, but I've read that, you know, the parents who get the kids into it and the kids, uh, you know, and the kids don't, you know, really little toddlers, like two, three or four years old, they don't have a life. It's constant work, work, work. And even though they're getting money for college and then mental health comes into it, there's been a lot of suicides, hasn't there, with these influencers? There's been a lot of, you know, breakdowns. There's been a lot of heartbreak. So for me, it's not the life for me. And, yeah, I'd love influencers to go on our show. But uh, basically, I understand that they've got better things to do. So I look at them from that perspective. Um, and it's great, though, that some of them have helped you. It really is, you know. Yeah, and then uh, a big thing too is this is a you got to remember it's a twenty four hour job for them, so they're always posting stuff. They're always trying to stay on the current trend, so you just have to have be patient with them. Don't take the first non response as a no. Just message them again and be like, hey, I don't know if you heard saw my first message because sometimes they don't actually see the first one and they because their inboxes are usually full. So don't get discouraged right away because some of these people won't respond right away if they're really busy. So just keep trying. Um, but at the, in the same, like, same sense, don't annoy them. <laughs> when they're clearly saying no, then you know maybe go find someone else. There's a million other influencers that you can look for. I love that. <laughs> if they're saying no, don't get, no. That, you see, I say persevere. But this is, um, so as a business consultant, people will say to me, you know, I want to get to know this person, so I'll introduce them. But if the person's too busy or doesn't get back to them, a no is not a no until they say no, but you can keep on trying in a really nice way. So in your case, do you pay influencers or do you just, not just, I mean, it's nice that you give them clothing, but have you got to the point where you pay them yet or are they happy with the clothing? Yeah, so right now, um, the strategy that I'm using is kind of more of a, we'll give you a t-shirt, see how that goes in the beginning. Um, because I, I, again, I've been burned before. So we usually, with all the influencers, unless they're really big, then we might consider paying them. But for now, we send them a clothing or whatever, one they, whatever product they want, just one. Get them to post a video, see how that performs, see if they if their audience likes it or not. And if they do, then we reach out and be like, hey, let's do a little bit more stuff. Um, and that's when we have a uh, ambassador program as well. So with uh, with the influencer, they can uh, have a unique code where they make a percentage on any sale that they help us finish or just make. Um, that's something. That's a way to kind of pay. Pay them if you don't want to pay them up front and get burned right away. Because once again, you're dealing with people that you're not doing a contract with them. It'll be tough to really take it a quarter or anything like that. So you, you want to really protect yourself as a business. You just can't be giving money out for free to everyone. Uh, most people will just take it. But <laughs> In the end, whether you're a famous influencer with lots of money and lots of people following you, I think it's nice to always stay human and stay who you were in the beginning, always remember who you were and treat people kindly. And um, it's a hard life for them. I don't feel sorry for them. They have great lives. But um, I am worried about, you know, the mental health part of it for some of them because there's been some really sad news lately about, you know, suicide and stuff like that. So um, we, you've given me a good insight and really I don't see any different now with social media than what it was in my day where I had to approach somebody you know, face-to-face -face or by email, they were influential. Influencers 
are influential. It's just an easier way because you're online. But in another sense, it's harder to build that relationship because you're a million people online. Where, say, at a conference of 200 people, I always manage to sneak my way in to meet the Dragon Den people or somebody like that, you know. So then um, evidently I've got that kind of vibe where once people talk to me, they like me because they think I'm a nice person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem with social media. It's really tough to see who's um, – to really get a good feel of what, what kind of influencers you're getting involved with. Uh, anyone could really say anything online, really, and you can take it a million different ways. So unless you sit down and get a phone call or meet them in person, it's kind of, it's kind of tough in that aspect. I was also thinking of it from your point of view, though. It's tough for you to get to know them because there's so many people want to get to know them and you can't really go up and tap them on the shoulder and say, hi, Linda said, you know, it'd be good to meet you because you're not in a, you know, you're in a virtual space. So I think it's harder for them to get to know you. And why would they unless there's something about you that stands out? Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's really important. So if you're reaching out to any influencers, make sure that you have like a website or you look professional and that it's really clear what you're doing. And when you do send them a message, be like, hey, uh, my name's Aaron. I'm working for whatever company. And this is what we do. This is why we want you. And this is what we can offer just so that they have all that information. If they choose not to respond, then because some people are uncomfortable with conflict and some people just shy and will never say no. But if they have that information, they can kind of make a better decision. So just making sure that when you're online, people are going to click your profile and see that. And it helps like with my clothing brand, it really helps that I have a lot of people following me because it adds like legitimacy to it. And when I was younger, I didn't know that, but I was just trying to have fun and like posting these like just things and people would love it. So it's really important that you have a good uh, presence on social media before you reach out to influencers because they're going to see that they're going to look at you and be like, wow, this is someone that I do really want to have a relationship with and do like have a business relationship with or, or not. And we started this podcast, didn't we, initially, to get people of your generation and younger interested in networking, business networking, social networking. And this is another way to network, isn't it? Instagram, TikTok. People don't realize it. People don't realize it. But again, I think there's more challenges involved when you're selling. Again, because you can't really, you know, hug somebody online other than an emoji. So, I know. <laughs> so um, I'm hoping more, more of um, you know, our listeners will think about, you know, wherever they live in the world, attending some virtual events to meet influencers that way. Um, see, you know, CEOs of companies, um, famous people who've started, you know, companies who are now really, you know, rich and famous. And then once people get to know you that way. Um, it's really interesting. It's really opened my eyes. I, I honestly thought that you j just flicked your fingers and people just came to you and said, I'm an influencer. I'll wear your T-shirt. <laughs> no, I do get a lot of people doing that, but I get people that aren't influencers doing that. I just get customers that are being like, can I get this free? It's my birthday. <laughs> what you should do, turn it around. And let's imagine they've got a business selling coffee. So you could say, okay, then you can have a free T-shirt if I can have free coffee. And that's called the barter system. But I've been caught like that before, you know, give everything away for free, but then the other person doesn't want to reciprocate. Um, I don't know. So I think a woman who worked in a shoe store once said, oh, you're an author and you've got a TV show. Can I have one of your books for free? And I go, yeah, can I have a pair of your shoes for free? And she says, no. 
<laughs> so basically, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that part of it. You know, tip for tat. Well, unfortunately, again, I've got to be the one to say goodbye. It's been an amazing show. I hope our listeners have enjoyed it and opened their eyes to how Aaron gets all these famous influences. <laughs> it's uh, just pretty much being persistent and uh, just talking to a lot of different people but yeah um so anyone that is listening just make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel um we're also on apple and um our instagram so it's going to be the next gen business podcast just make sure to follow us um if you are interested in being in one of the episodes just feel free to dm us on instagram as well as we have a website which you can just google that same name and it'll show up as well so it's going to be goodbye from me as well (laughs) Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.